there are people that are listening to this podcast, I hope, or eventually will listen to this podcast that are very young and starting out. Maybe they're in high school and they're trying to get after it or middle school, whatever, you know, that's, that's my, I never know who's listening, but I, I know that, that regardless of age, people are listening, listening to this and they're in a place of fear and trying to start out. Um, I know that you've already given some advice, but if someone was to come to you and say like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about doing photography, you know, I, I, I'm looking to get like my first camera, maybe from like a practical standpoint, like what would you tell them and, and how would you get started in today's day and age? I know you had like a rebel, but if you were to advise someone, what would you tell them? I would really encourage people to learn how to do a lot with a little mm-hmm. because I had to, st- I had to do that starting out because I didn't have a choice. You know, like my dad, that was my like Christmas birthday present for like the next two years wrapped in one when my dad <laughs> gave me that camera, which also he bought on black Friday because he had to get a good deal on it. And I just, I had to learn how to, I I've always had big ideas. I've always had like big references and I was always referencing really beautiful big work like I very rarely am referencing a picture of a person on a plane backdrop with nothing like very rarely I usually am referencing images with big sets and big costumes and big fashion but it's like how do you make art like that when you don't have any of those resources at your disposal how do you make art like that when you don't know a single person that's a stylist how do you make art like that when you don't have access to a giant shooting bay with like thousands of dollars worth of lights and things like that like how do you how do you do you just let that stop you it's like right. no you don't and so I had to learn out of like, uh, what is it like sink or swim, right? Like I had to learn out of necessity, how to make art with very little resources and on an insane budget, because I didn't have money. And I like, you know, yeah, (laughs) like zero budget, like no one was funding these shoots, like it was fully me. And if I had to make like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to feed the people that were helping me, like, because I couldn't cater the shoot, then that's what was happening. You know, like Mm -hmm. if we couldn't afford backdrops and like stands, then I would go and thrift sheets and uh, big pieces of fabric and we would tie them to the trees. Like I, I just wouldn't let things stop me. Like I remember seeing these really beautiful Dior gloves, um, in this photo shoot one time and they were these lace gloves and they had these beautiful, like intricate, flower like three-dimensional flowers embroidered on them and I knew that they were obviously going to be like so expensive because they were Dior and I just I I I remember being like I've never seen anything so beautiful like I would love to shoot with something like this but I don't have access to this like I don't know any contacts at Dior I'm also not someone that they're just gonna up and send these like thousand dollar gloves to for no reason (laughs) You know, like I, I, I'm not there. So instead I just like went out and I bought myself like these $3 lace gloves at party city. And I went to Hobby Lobby, which is like my jam. And I bought a bunch of like three-dimensional paper flowers. And then I spent two hours hot gluing the flowers to the gloves and referencing the picture, like side by side and just trying to like replicate them as best as I could. And then obviously they don't look 
anything like the actual Dior gloves, but in a way, I think that they are more special to me because I made them. And also they have like this really beautiful handmade quality about them. And then like this very tactile, like uh, DIY feel to them. And then when I use them in the photos, I felt like it, it, it just felt so authentic to me, you know, like that was kind of, do I still have them? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And I've used them multiple times in different (laughs) photo shoots and they're beautiful. And I am so proud of them. And so much of that is like, like, that's just one example, but it's like that example can be applied to the way that I've made so much of my art has been through just this kind of DIY spirit of like, I may not have the money to buy a $500 seamless backdrop. So I'm just going to patchwork together, drape different fabrics together to get a look that I'm proud of, that I'm so proud of. Like I wouldn't let the lack of money or lack of resources stop me from making things. And that's what I think is like the most important thing to tell people that are starting out because I I do get so many DMs from people saying like, oh, I don't have a camera. Like what, what should I do? I want to be a photographer, but I don't have a camera. It's like, do you have a phone that has a good camera, like an iPhone or an Android that like these phones have great cameras now. Like I've shot campaigns fully on my phone before, you know, I shot a New York fashion week show on my phone entirely, you know, like it can be done. You just have to get creative with it and you have to really open your mind because you're the only one that limits yourself, whether it be through like we were talking about fear or like you just telling yourself that you can't do something because you don't have X. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't believe in that. And Mackenzie also says to me, you know, like if you can make something. I need Mackenzie in my life. Everyone needs a Mackenzie in their life, truly. (laughs) But you know, it's like, if you can make a masterpiece with three crayons, imagine what you'll be able to make when they give you the entire box. And that is truly what happened to me. That's on, a bar right there. On, that's, on that's Lover. Yeah, I love because that. I had been making art in my backyard and in my parents' driveway with my friends, like draping stuff to trees and like just using natural light because I didn't have access to lights. And when I went and did Lover, it was, it was, I brought that spirit with me, but obviously we were on a, on a set with budget. You know, like there was budget there. Any backdrop that I wanted, I could have had like all of these things. And still that if you look at the behind the scenes video of that, of how that photo shoot was, was done. Yeah. I was like, where's all the lights? Like where exactly it it was shot. It was all shot outside and it was shot exactly the way that like, I, I don't know. that, That was just, that's the way that I, that I was so used to working. That's the way that I love to work is just stripping it down, going outside with like beautiful sunlight or like just beautiful light in general. Um, and just good vibes, good friends, and just a spirit of open-mindedness and creativity. And I really think that that, I mean, I, I just think that that, that is truly the biggest testament of what I'm saying, because there's proof of that. You can go watch that video and you, you're right. Where yeah. are the lights? There are no lights. We didn't use it. You and know? it was like dark when you finished. <clears throat> it was like nothing. I was like, damn, that's oh like, God. that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Meeting you today and then seeing that video, it all like makes sense now. It's like, it's, I could see this like clear trajectory and, and I could see like your influences and I could totally picture you at like Michael's or like Hobby Lobby or whatever, just like going crazy and people are like, what? going back for the fifth time that day like that's 
That's you just so gotta awesome. have you gotta have some faith in the vision, you know. Like you, you gotta you're, believe. You're that crafty life. though. That's cool. It's like yeah, and I, I and that. I've I've always been very creative. Like Actually, I've always that. been a very like you said, crafty person, and I enjoy doing arts and crafts. And so all of that is kind of stuff that like I've carried with me and evolved. And you know, I use it now to like help me uh, achieve the visions. And obviously, there's also a point though where like when you get to a certain point, you don't have to continue like struggling just because like you want to, you know what I mean? Like if, if you are given the opportunity to level up and like, like I was given the opportunity to be on that very nice set with a very big budget for Taylor, like there was no reason for us to need to struggle the way that we've struggled making some of these other projects that I'm telling you about, you know, like yeah. those projects are fun and yeah, it, it is nice to have a nicer camera. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like equipment doesn't make a difference. Resources don't make a difference. I'm just saying that lack of shouldn't stop you from yeah. creating. It's, yeah, uh, I'm really I, glad I, that I, that I, behind the scenes video exists because I think that it's really cool that for people, especially young photographers and young artists to see that even someone as big and as like, notable and as important as taylor swift can still be photographed and still make art with them like you can still make art with them in such a minimal and stripped down way like you don't need all of these like fancy things like i used to think that you could only be a photographer if you had you know if you were shooting indoors like i used to think that you couldn't work with people of that caliber unless you were renting out like a magnificent studio in in la or new york and like you were having the best lights and all of that and it's it was refreshing for me as well to like be validated in that and i and i hope that that like video exists i think it exists to show people that it's possible you know yeah yeah i definitely got that and i'm somebody who you know i i've always done like natural light and then more recently, I have, um, you know, I've got all these soft boxes and I got everything like, because you just, at a certain point, like if you're going to do like editorial, um, yeah. I always use the word editorial. I'm not necessarily sure that that's exactly the right word, but if I want to do like celebrity portraiture, I guess it's a better way of wording it. I'm going to, I keep saying editorial, but I think I'm using that word wrong, but it's along those lines. But if I want to do that, it's good to sort of have those, as I said, like in the podcast with, with Arch Driver. Or as he said, you know, the the their tools in the kitchen, chefs not yeah, absolutely they do different things. It's good absolutely. to have them, but I, I I'm now starting to limit myself and it's like, no, you can still go outside. It's a balance of both. Yeah. Because I think that like it's it's good to know how to use those things and then make a conscious decision and like not using them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when I was first starting nice out, like it wasn't a I wasn't making that decision to not shoot with lights because I was like consciously choosing to not work with lights. I was not working with lights because I couldn't afford to work with lights. There's a difference. <laughs> right, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, now it's like, if we can achieve a better look with using these tools, like art said, then why wouldn't we, you know? And it's like, you eventually will get to that point. But I, I just think that it's, you got to find the balance of like, not feeling like you can only make art with certain materials or without certain materials like you got to be like you should be able to like make art in whatever circumstances like are thrown at you because that's truly like what I think letting the art tell you what it needs I think that that's what that means you know yeah, that's perfect dude this has been so good I feel fired up 
I think I'm. I think I'm gonna sell all of my stuff now and and just try. And, uh, I'm gonna go back to getting a. <laughs> I'm gonna cash out. I'm gonna go back to my Rebel T3. I'm gonna go to Hobby Lobby and I'm gonna do my best to, to try and make work like you. This don't is sell it because you never know. Like two years from now, you might be like, okay, that was fun for a while, but now I want to make only stuff with lights. You know, yeah, and like exactly. give yourself the option and the room to play. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna keep it for sure. Uh, I <laughs> I definitely still want a studio too. If anybody, that's like my new thing is how how am I gonna finagle getting yeah. a studio like I'll, yeah. I'll let you be the primary sponsor of my podcast for a year just let me like have a studio where right. i could like put up some like scenes that'd be my, a dream my dream is to have one of those things where they have like you see it in, sometimes in studios where they have like every color of the rainbow and like a seamless like going down yeah. the wall i yeah. don't need i don't need that but i just want to have that but you just, just want to have it yeah. you just want to have the options and like Absolutely. a hammock somewhere i don't know why i feel like i need <laughs> I'm, I'm manifesting it. We're getting woo woo yeah. here. I'm manifesting it. I'm putting it out there. So that's um, right. Thank you so much for doing this. Where can people find you online? What's the best place to get in touch? Honestly, uh, my website, valeriarocha.com. My Instagram is valeria123. There's an H after the L. Don't forget. It's important to me. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just DM me. I'm like, so I, I read my DMs all the time. I'm always happy to share any question that I can share, unless it's like confidential, but I'm always happy to like share about my process, what cameras I used, how I made something. My process is just like, it's photography, but it's also just art and collage and all of that. So I'm always, I, I try to be an open book. So I yeah. hope that people will DM me if they have any questions. You definitely were. My, my wife was, was like, you need to get this girl on the podcast. Let me know how it goes. And then like within an hour, I was like, she said, yes, this is so cool. So it's good. That's so yeah, cool. Thank you so much. It was so fun talking to you. I appreciate that you were so open-minded and let me talk about all of this woo-woo shit. So no, it's cool. I, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.